Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Mike from California. Just started listening to you guys for about a month now. Absolutely love this show, Glory Hole. Also, uh, just to let you know, whoever that girl is on phone... Thing. You want to contact Cactus Dissonance? Oh my gosh. Jesus, I'm still fucking techie. But anyways, I'm calling from California because I'm calling I'm in California. Anyways, everyone in California for this very moment wants to punch you because of your last episode, whatever the fuck episode it is. Because of the double double. You get a double double at in and out here only in California and some bit of a pass. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But Really? You mentioned McDonald's as a double-double? I can't stand that right now. I'm really frustrated. In and out, double-double, glory hole. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. I just saw you read that. I was I fucking reading it. <laughs> I just saw you. You cheater. You goddamn cheater. It's only been 107 <laughs> episodes. I know. I can't memorize one paragraph that I wrote. Yeah, right. Like, right. Like, <laughs> you wrote it too. Hold on. I got to open this. Hold on. There we go. Okay. We're recording, well, quasi live. Live ish. Tam. This is the li- this is the most live we are ever going to record. Yeah, so. I think so. I think so. And at, at this point, we have uh, eaten and drank almost all of your money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had to send home to send more money to feed us. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted just a Western Union yeah. me more hamburgers. Yeah, actually, I, like, I wanted to sell my body for more food. But nobody's <laughs> buying. Nobody's, nobody's buying. buying. They're like, mm, you can't even get a fucking ramen for that body. No, Are you kidding no, me? I'm sure no. in a hotel room with you. No, I know exactly what you're worth, sir. Oh, horrifying, <laughs> horrifying. That shitty ten cent ramen. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking? Like generic oh, ramen, all yeah. tastes like shrimp. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Not the good strip like, either. Like you know what it has? It's like it, it's like a packet full of those uh, little things you used to put in fish bowls that would like come back <laughs> the to life. Sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. The little brine shrimp. It's sea monkey. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, it's sea just, monkey. It's just sea monkey flavor ramen. It's, it's just sea monkeys and dog food. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> You know, I'd take that right now. <laughs> Are you kidding? I just finished a bowl of it. Oh, the one we're holding off, though, because later on tonight, there's a bacon and donut party. And Tom and I are both going to make 
bacon sandwiches with donuts. <laughs> and we eat them. We are not We're proud not or proud. svelte men. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have no regard for any of our clothing either. <laughs> I'm just going to change into my rain gear. Yeah, I like, got my muumuu with me. I'm just going to have somebody put that on me. Where's my feeding yeah, tarp? I need, I need to get the trainer to put it on me as he brushes me off. I already talked to the valet service. so they'd hose me down afterwards. So <laughs> It's all good. We went having a good time at TAM. Uh, we had a chance to meet uh, a couple people. Um, we got a chance to meet a couple people from Australia that flew here. That was really cool to meet them. They, they were, they were, they were awesome funny. folks. And they, you know, we were laughing and drinking with them well until last night. We and mocked then, their country for hours. Oh, my gosh. They, they mocked, mocked ours, ours. <laughs> mercilessly, which was awesome. But we and had, they had good points, yeah, too. That's did. the problem. Oh, yeah. And then we, one of them was a mail carrier, and it was the funniest com- – we had the funniest conversation. We just really had a blast. And then we also got a chance to meet a bunch of people at the meet and greet yesterday night. We did. Um, when we wound up talking to a couple of people that were our heroes – uh, so it was cool to get a chance to meet some of those people in person. But then we also got a chance to meet a ton of people who listen to the show. Some people who don't listen to the show, who we kind of quasi tried to turn them on a little bit. Tim, I'm not sure it worked. Tim was there. I, yeah. don't know, I downloaded his fucking app, so he better listen to the show. <laughs> Uh, but it was good. We had we've had a good time talking to people and sort of meeting people and 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 that sort of thing. Uh, we're not sure that the conference itself is geared toward us. Um, I think it's geared toward people that I think are sort of getting their feet wet in skepticism rather than they're sort of immersed in it. I think like we are. But besides that, I think there's been a couple good panel discussions and we got a chance to really meet and greet people. And I think that's the really important part. Yeah, I think you know this the value for Tam. If anybody is thinking about going, the value for Tam, I think, is the community. Like, if you're looking to right. go to meet people, have a good time, drink too much, punish your liver, this yeah. is a great place Absolutely, to do it. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I mean, when you wake up drunk the next day. Yeah. <laughs> and I was. I was still <laughs> drunk this morning. And I get up and I'm thinking, if I had one more, just a drink, I would have been able to start right back up. No problem. You're like one of those birds, like one yeah. of those like plastic <laughs> birds with the bobbing head. You're like, it's like a physics bird. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good, though. We had a good time. We enjoyed ourselves. We want to thank, again, everybody who donated any money, bought a shirt, uh, bought, you know, if you if you went on and, and tried Audible out. Uh for the show, yeah. if you donated any of your money, if you wound up uh, if you wound up buying any of the shirts, we want to thank you very much for helping send us here. Um, we can't we can't say that we appreciate that enough. I mean, we really have had a great time. Tom and I have been hanging out the whole time, and we got a chance to eat some very good food and uh, hang out with some really cool people. And that's all possible because people donated money and bought shirts and paid for us with through Audible. So thank you very much. Yeah, despite the company, this has been yeah. actually reasonably pleasant. <laughs> It's Despite a, all the odors. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we should do a show. Yeah, we should do a show. What it's going to be fuck? a short show because we only have like four or five items and we've got a donut to eat. Yeah. So and we're we, going to kind of burn through this. And the donut is going to be either wrapped in bacon or sandwiched. Right. Sure. With bacon. Yeah. There's going to be a bacon on it. Yeah. Somewhere. When we like things on Facebook, if it's something that goes against what is written in the Bible, such as pictures of same-sex couples, is that considered condoning the behavior? How do you explain this to new Christians or youth? Well, I'm not one who switches on likes in in Facebook, so it's hard to say. But what you're saying is, yes, I I like this kind of thing. You've got a couple of of same-sex guys kissing. 
You like that? Well, that makes me want to throw up. But if you think you punch, to me, I would punch vomit, not like. <laughs> They don't give you that option on Facebook. So this story comes from thinkprogress.org. This is like the home. Think Progress is the home for finding Pat Robertson saying something fucking insane. You know, the home for Pat Robertson saying something insane is actually the 700 Club. That's right. But this is the distilled version. Or his home. Or his His actual home. home. He just wanders, putters around in his fucking bathrobe and slippers. Like His wife is like, day and night he talks. So Pat Robertson had some things to say about uh, Facebook. He wants to make some revisions, actually, to the Facebook architecture and add a vomit button so that he can click on it when he sees gay men kissing. Because he's the classiest dude possible. I thought I saw, I saw somebody post something, and I don't remember where it was, but somebody was like, I think it's kind of weird that he's searching out gay men kissing on the internet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's searching it in Facebook, like right, the least right. efficient way to find that. Right. But it's funny because he want, what he wants to do is, is make it, you know, they've been saying for a long time, I mean, you know, Pat Robertson isn't the first person to say, I would like a dislike button on Facebook. He's not the first person to say that. Of course not. Um, you know whether or not there's some validity to having something like that. Pat Robertson is taking it the next step, putting on a little bit of hyperbole and saying, "Vomit button." What I want is a vomit button. That's what and I got. And he wants a vomit button because he's a fucking creepy old bigot. That's what. Right, that's why he wants a vomit <laughs> right. button. You know? you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it's like if the KKK had their own button, they'd have like a lynch button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would, just be a, it would just be a tree with a fucking oh, noose no. on it. Oh, no. He's a fucking terrible human oh. being, so he wants terrible shit. Yeah. It's not surprising he wants a vomit button. He makes himself fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> if I woke up and I was fucking Pat Robertson, everything around me yeah. would be the vomit yeah. button. I'd be like, mm. I mean, I'm already the vomit button for myself. <laughs> he is a vomit button, isn't he? Look at that motherfucker. Oh, my God. Where do you get a color blue suit like that, too? I don't too? know. I don't. You have to make a deal with Satan, I That's, think, to get that. You got to get it from Haiti then. <laughs> it's made with like fresh Haitians. So, yeah, like I, and you know, like this is this is kind of a non-story because it's like, what Pat Robertson hates gays? Whoa, fucking right, news! Yeah. Stop the presses! But you know, I just think I think that this is another way in which to try to dehumanize the you know same-sex couples. Sure, you know, right. and what he's what he says is, and he doesn't even say it right. He says something like, "When you see a same-sex." guys kissing and i'm thinking what are there different sex guys that kiss yeah. and that's okay and notice it's guys yeah no because like never said about women yeah when it's two ladies kissing it's oh like, yeah that's hot he's punching something else <laughs> oh yeah he is you know? punching <laughs> his own balls <laughs> to get his dick hard because he can't feel he's anything. got one of those he's inflatable just punching his own nuts <laughs> he just keeps on fucking banging away wake up god damn it wake up if only you still worked. <laughs> it's been 65 years, oh, man. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch, which I love because anytime you're hurting for stories, you can go there, click on the first link, and it will immediately take you to a crazy. Yeah. Um, so last week, Brian Fisher called on Americans to get busy and start having more children in order to stave off the rise of Muslim immigrants sure. that are basically going to take yeah. or something or yeah. something yeah rise of something right yeah yeah it's it's basically it's either that or it's like the creatures from that new Guillermo del Toro movie like it's the rise of something, <laughs> something. right he's yeah just something about it's like pacific rim creatures i think he said he's worried about the muslims <laughs> <laughs> well why don't we listen to it okay. and then we'll talk about it so i'm going to play it here
the total world population by uh, 2030, 2030, when my kids will take my place. Your kids terrify me. Or maybe your grandkids. My grandkids. Fuck you, my grandkids. <laughs> fucking asshole. All the old people listen to this shit. It's true. Let's say one-fourth of the world population in 2030 does turn out to be Muslim. Okay, let's just, let's just make these suggests. random assumptions. Sure. That means there would be two billion Muslims in the world. Oh, that's good math. At the time, your children and grandchildren <laughs> take our place. Fair enough. You look like let's a say convict, only one percent of those Muslims yeah, one buy into jihadist jihadists. Hmm. Do you know what one percent of two billion is? Now, it's I went a to public of your school, imagination. so I had to <laughs> look it up on the internet. Okay. One percent of two billion is a worldwide jihadist army of twenty million jihadists. Twenty million jihadists that you just thought. Let of. me put that number in perspective. Right. According oh, yes. to history, better, you better help you know me out with that. Adolf Hitler's know standing was army was on September first, nineteen thirty-nine, when he yeah. launched World War II by attacking Poland. Hitler. His standing Are we army. Already at the Nazis? His standing yeah. uniform well, yeah, army. We jumped. We fucking pulled one point five right into the Nazi million. Look at the devastation the Nazis accomplished yeah. with that. Right. Imagine now 20 million jihadists, not motivated by fealty or loyalty to state, but sincere religious Because yeah. here, what I want to say about the, the, the Nazi thing, you have, and an, at that time, and, and let's just say his numbers are right. I have no idea. I have a time. I, I literally have no idea whether or not this guy's like, this guy could be making anything up. If he's going to make up the 1%. He could be making up anything else, right? Sure. So the 1.5 million might not even be a thing. Fucking meaningless. But let's just say it is. Why not? They had a modern army with all of the trimmings of a modern army, right. which means you know all of the tanks and the guns and the, the things. And then they also had all the motivation to go out and, and do some crazy yeah, shit, right? The motivation, like, if you don't go out and do this crazy shit, we'll fucking shoot you. Yeah. That well, was part of the motivation. Well, yeah, and not just that, but like, like, you know, like you oppressed, they oppressed, you know, the reason why the, the Nazis even, you know, rose to power is because the French and the and the other people wound up taking all that reparation money. Yeah, after they, World they, War yeah, One, right. Yeah, broke and, you know, I mean, it was yeah. just like, it was awful. So in any case, you know, like there's a lot of ramifications that go into that. You know, it's not just like Hitler just found 150, 100, uh, 1.5 million people were just like, hey, you want to go kill stuff? And they're like, yeah, yeah we love killing. Yeah, killing's just, good. And then that's exactly how they're, yeah, they're right. But in any case, they don't have, I mean, where's their fucking war plane? Right. You know, they have, they could make one war plane and the fucking whole lot of them. You know, where's their tank? Do they have a, ta a tank for the 20 million they're people? They're not even all in the same place. Right. They're right. Like, it's just they're all it's, over. They're just all. Yeah, so some of them are from, you know, because there's different countries that are Muslim, right? So, like, where's the Bangladeshi Muslims and are those ones jihadists? What about and, the. And all the European and American Muslims, sure, too. Like, the UK. Because the 1% is an like, is it is it spread out equally yeah. amongst all the. Right. Muslims, Muslims, the Muslims, Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta move your head. You gotta Muslims. It's like, yeah, it's like a neck. Muslim. There's a neck jump in there. I mean, gotta move the neck. It's all the Muslims. But this guy, he looks like you know, he looks like when you look at his face, he looks like that guy from Office Space who's like, oh, my stapler. I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn the place down <laughs> with my stapler. No, but this guy is. You can't trust a man who buttons the top button of the no, polio. Absolutely either. not. And like he looks like he's in a prison jumpsuit. <laughs> Let's finish. This is only like a minute left, so let's finish what he has to say. A real zeal. What kind of devastation could they cause? Probably not a lot. No. Not to mention the fact, when you look at what's happening to our birth rate, it's the lowest it's ever been. Oh, man. Ours versus theirs. Who's going to stand Austin alongside them. your children and grandchildren Who? when those jihadists target them? 
Uh, we just need 1% of them to do it. When they are their generation's great Satanist. It tells me we've got to make sure our kids get married at a younger age. Fucking one. And start one. living out the birds and the bees right away. Why don't you often. just inseminate them all? Or just cover Indeed. them all in bees. Yeah. <laughs> the reality semen. is this whole thing called Western civilization might hinge on the Duggars. But it also does not hinge on the Duggars. <laughs> hinge on the Duggars. There's a Duggar. With the fucking Duggars are your example of how to save Western civilization. When you're like, maybe we should have like, I don't know, 19 fucking kids. Like, maybe you should consume less resources. You resource fucking hogs. Okay, I said it earlier, but I mean, I'm not sure I agree with the guy's little equation here. This right. little fucking yes. back of the envelope scratching bullshit he's doing <laughs> yeah. here. All this made up fucking yeah. numbers. I know, yeah. just like, it's like like a Drake equation gone wrong, right? We were talking about it earlier. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the Drake equation is if there was this many galaxies and there right. was this many just intelligent life, you just, you're just making assumptions, right? right? It's all assumptions. And the same thing here. It's like, okay, well, what if there's this many people and then there's this many Muslims and then there's this, and, there, and there's this many jihadists and they all hate everybody and they're all going to kill you because there's going to be 20 million of them. They're 20 million strong. And you're like, okay, well, it's 20 million against fucking 8 billion. Like, yeah, it's, it's, fucking, still, it's still, still statistically yeah, it's significant. Still very small. Right. But, it, uh, but regardless, let, you know, I think the fact is, is that he's saying, well, our birth rate is low. So now we all need to be the Duggars. And you're like, okay, well, what happens if we all are the Duggars? Well, we'll chew through all the resources and starve to death pretty immediately. Could you imagine? I mean, when you're talking, like, you're talking like 20, you know, do do like a 50 year thing on that. I mean, if everybody's having 19 fucking kids in Canada, no, it can't. It's it's an it's it's an irresponsible thing to. It's fucking irresponsible to just breed like cats. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> have a litter. Like, like have <laughs> a litter of human beings. <laughs> Like that's absolutely the most ins. I mean, like, like you, you might as well just fucking fuck the environment in half. You just be like, yeah. I'm gonna fuck it until it breaks. That's kind of what he's asking yeah. you to do because yeah. they have fucking 19 kids. You basically just have to go around constantly humping shit. Yeah, like that's the only way. <laughs> you just like you can like you just go around. You, just, you never even wear pants. You kind of don't even care. It's like quasi human. Right. You're just like, well, it was a primate. Fuck it. I fucked it. <laughs> I, I, I a- have to produce a lot of shit. If I would, if I walked up to my wife and I'm like, here's the deal, babe, we have to have 18 more kids. She would fucking chew my throat out. <laughs> She would rip my throat out with her fucking teeth. And the thing I think that baffles me most is like, how do you even, like, how would you even, uh, like, accomplish that task? Like, you've got to have, like, a super soaker full with jizz. And you just, like, walk up to everyone and you're like, and I've seen that movie, by the way. I've seen it. Um, a couple times, but you know, I mean, maybe it's book. He's watching it now. Maybe it's bookmarked. No, it's it's the volumes down. You can't even hear it. No, but like like that's. I mean, why can't it? Can't it? logistically? I can't even because you're fucking from your twenties to your forties. Yeah, once a year. It's the entirety. It's pretty much the entirety of your like life as a breeding viable breeding person and and what does that do to women like what does that create it creates a culture where women are obviously going to be just breeding machines right that's all they're and all you're going to be able to do for fucking i mean it's it's 20 years of active being like actively being pregnant right and then those kids and then another 18 on top of that you're talking about 40 fucking years yeah it's that's ridiculous 
What does that do to your workforce? What does that do to your brain trust as you're, a country? You're like 60 years old when the when one of the kids is finally leaving home. Like when they're when one of the kids is done, you know, like and the right. last one is out or whatever. The empty nest starts at like 60, 65 or something. That's an absurdity. That's a lot. And man. he's saying too, like marry him young, get him fucking early. Yeah, and having lots of right. babies. You know, because he wants to birds and bees him early. Yeah. Like, you know, and maybe he's not even saying the Duggars. Maybe he's just saying five or six, but that's still, I think that's it's an so irresponsible many. amount of children. You it's know what I mean? It's a crazy like, number of kids. Like, it's okay if we're living in fucking 19, in like 1840s when fucking four of them are going to die. Right, and you got a farm that you have to yeah, tend? Yeah, I don't have a farm I have to tend. I got a lawn I have to mow. Yeah, no kidding. And the neighbor mows it. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. And give you some information. We're not going to eat a donut. We're just going to take a quick You're break. not going to eat yeah. a donut. Don't fucking speak for me, sir. I'm eating a cronut. That's what I'm eating. And then there'll be some information during the break, which we won't tell you. Someone else will. And then we'll come back. Tam. Tam. I like Tam because it rhymes with ham. I like ham. I love ham. Because it's ham. <laughs> Want to contact Cognitive Dissonance? Visit them on Facebook. You can find the link at the website dissonancepod.com or type it in the Facebook search bar. Be sure to follow the guys on Twitter. Their handle is at dissonance underscore pod. The guys also post to Google Plus now too, so check them out there. And if you'd like to email them, you can do so at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on the blog at their webpage or give them a call at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. And to everyone who listens, shares, retweets, or rates the show, Cognitive Dissonance would like to cordially thank you for all of your fucking support. So this story was uh, sent to us from a listener. This story comes from the telegraph.co.uk. Pedophile priest told boy... Seven-year-old boy, he could get dead grandfather into heaven if he performed a sex act. Father Jowls McGlass is here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Evidently evidently preyed on a fucking seven-year-old boy. Does he he look like, I just want to say, and I don't want to sound mean, but he looks like a Downs kid. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. He, He does. It really does. It's, it's because one of the eyes is like. Oh, it's because of the angle they've got him yeah, shot right, at too. Sure, like, yeah. Well, yeah. I think he's actually diddling, diddling a child in this. In photo. this photo, yeah. this is a, no. He's is, very. He's concentrating. It, you could tell. Right. He's trying to fucking stick the dead grandfather in heaven oh, or gosh. something. Well, to take advantage of a seven-year-old wait boy a and minute. then to take wait, advantage wait. of their grief? Wait, take advantage? How the fuck do you know he's not in heaven? <laughs> How do you know he didn't make that deal? Wouldn't that be awesome if that was his plea? <laughs> like, I made good. <laughs> I these guys in heaven. Do you know what that grandfather did? Yeah. I had to pull some strings. Yeah, and, the, and then the kid had to pull some right. strings. Like, <laughs> my be, string. Right. Wouldn't it be funny if he was like, that grandfather was a pedophile. Hard to get him into heaven. <laughs> This was awesome. I mean, you just gotta, you know, you've really gotta be a fucking degenerate. Oh to, yeah. To, to try to twist a little kid like that, and then, you know, I mean, really, 
you're preying on the empathy of another human being and what are you doing damage wise to that child you know what i mean like let's talk about damage yeah let's talk about the the mental anguish you put through the kid through just by being molested right like so just just the sexual activity at that age the you know your your brain isn't ready to handle that your brain isn't ready to handle being coerced into sexual activity at that age if your brain really isn't able to handle that mostly later on in your life i mean obviously there's people out there that are rape survivors that can handle it but it does fuck you up you know yeah, what I mean? like it's, it's not like it doesn't fuck you up zero out of ten doctors yeah, recommend, recommend being sexually yeah, exactly abused. right like that's yeah. none of them. so the damage is there in that in that sense but then the damage that you're doing to this child's future use of empathy Okay, because you're preying on this child and this child obviously is empathetic to his grandfather who he doesn't know is in heaven or not and probably was told that he's not in heaven. And this is now first you're 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 damaging the kid because you're telling him there's a hell, which we think is a bad thing. But let's just, you know, there's a fucking millions of people that don't think that's a bad thing. Billions of people. They're wrong. That's a bad, bad thing. They are. Clearly wrong. It's a moral wrong. But in any case, saying now you're now you're damaging through that. But now you're saying, okay, you, you know, you got to do something good for me to get your father and your grandfather into heaven. So now you think, well, he's not in heaven now. So he's obviously burning. This is obviously bad. I've got it. I'm forced to do this. I'm coerced to do this. What are you doing to this kid's future use of his own empathy? Is he just? I mean, he's probably just going to shut off at that yeah. point. Well, I mean, this this kid's ability to to be vulnerable. You know, I mean, how is he how is he going to deal with grief and death later? You know, I mean, this is this is damaging to his I mean, I don't think he should have any, but it's damaged. It's got to be damaged. It's got to be fucking crippling to his faith. Right. You know, it's got to be just a fucking face fuck to his face. Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) it's just it's just horrifying. Yeah. yeah. It's just horrifying. So he's he's probably going to lose his faith if he doesn't lose his faith. It's at the very least. Fucking on some shaky goddamn ground. Right, right. At seven. At seven. At seven. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, it, it, there's no upside to this. No, no, there's not. There's no way to, there's no way to, like, there's no well, way there this is, is for this guy because he got his rocks off. That's, that's you know what true. I mean? Like, this guy ejaculated. Yeah. And every, and that's and that was enough to ruin another person's life. Yeah, you know when you're allowed or you're you're able to ejaculate and ruin someone else's life, you've really got to think about you know what have I done? And I hope this guy spends the rest of his life thinking what the hell have I done? They 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 really need to have a spe- like what has to happen to get this guy into heaven now? You know like in this worldview. He's got to have a grandkid. You know, I sent you <laughs> – when I sent you this story, you're like modern-day indulgences was your yeah, comment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, and that's kind of what he was selling, yeah. you know. This is a get out of pur- – because I think he said the grandfather was – he told the kid the grandfather was in purgatory. And he could move him up to, you know, up the fucking sure. ladder. Yeah, the higher – the you know, the harder my cock gets. Right. The higher your f- grandpa gets. I can't even imagine being the parent, like having – finding this out, being like, wait a minute – my fucking dad died. Yeah. And you used the death of my father to fuck my son. Oh, my gosh. I could, you'd be like, I'll fucking rip you in half. I couldn't imagine restraining myself from not killing that there, person. There's I mean, no reason to yeah, restrain. Like, I mean, you, you have, know, I but, do not like the death penalty when it comes to as a, as a, as a whole. Right. But personally, I love the idea of vengeance. I know. It's, you know, like, it's so, it's so, uh, it is so personally yeah. satisfying. It's terrible policy. Yeah. But it's, it's the worst possible public personally policy. Sal- I mean, especially somebody like this, it's personally satisfying right. to think about something like that. But hey, at least he wasn't an atheist. No, I, yeah, that would have been terrible. Giant jowls. These guys, jowls are too big. 
They, that's where they harbor all the faith. He's like a basset hound. <laughs> <laughs> He's trained a coon. story comes from the Daily Mail, uh, which is still loading. It may come from do, the Daily Mail. Do, do, <laughs> do, is, do, hey, there we go. This is, <laughs> I love the way this is written. I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> Husband blindfolds his wife and then chops off her fingers to stop her studying for a degree. I would give you more details about the story, but basically... The husband blindfolds his <laughs> wife and then chops off her fingers to stop her studying for a degree. This is not a nuanced story. No, there's not anything behind the scenes, I think, right. that you really need to know. I will say, though, the husband was right. He did have a surprise he for her. Because <laughs> I don't think she saw that coming. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh, maybe he's going to take me out somewhere. And, oh, my God. Yeah. What is happening? Oh, my gosh. What a horrible thing. Let's just, you know, again, we're talking about damage, right? Ugh. Let's talk about what, you know, this says about your culture uh, when it comes to, you know, you're talking about. The fuck is happening in the hallway know. back there? Like, <laughs> There's somebody heavier than me out there. It's like a running of the bulls in the hallway. <laughs> running of the, maybe they're, I don't know, maybe they're like just wheeling the, the cart of donuts down the hall, and that's I'll be all back. the people I'll be right back. Them. I will not be back. I won't be back either. <laughs> no, but uh, but we talk about damage, and we talk about like cultural, you know, the culture that's that's able to create this. And I think, you know, the ignorance that is spread, and it's, you know, it's, it's making these people hate the female, you know, half of their society for trying to better themselves yep. because it's, you know, whatever it's in the Quran or whatever it is, in, it's in their culture that they're saying, look, we don't want to, we don't want you to learn. We want you to stay at home. We want you to do whatever. You know, I could not imagine my wife doing anything that would make me think, I need to damage her permanently by amputating part of her body. Like there's a – I can't I think know. of a single thing. And I'm talking like – I mean you know, she could walk in and have just gang fucked like 60 dudes and be like, <laughs> and be like yeah, I just I just got gang fucked and I enjoyed it and I have fucking jizz porn all day. I had a super soaker full of it and they just shot it at me. I have 19 Duggars yeah, popping like, out of my – I'm like I am going to birth a million kids. And you know, <laughs> so like, like you're just like – like okay, great. Um, I don't know that we're together anymore, but I'm not interested in amputating any part of you. Like I mean, like like the why worst, not just leave your wife? The way yeah, like the worst thing that she could do to me. Like, and I and like you know maybe that maybe there's something worse. But I can't think like I would I would want to damage somebody. You have to come from a culture that has so little regard for the opposite sex that you would think that something like this would be okay. There's no right. other way to, 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 because in any other part of the world, nobody would think, I'm gonna, yeah, I mean, unless you're a psychopath. Yeah, because that's, that's the thing. Violence shouldn't be an option. The option is like, 
I, you know, we're not getting along anymore. You have different life goals than I have. I don't approve of your choices. Sure. Whatever it is, there's options. Like, just get out of the marriage. There's, uh, there's options. There's, there's non-fucking-violent options. The reason that I, my feeling is the reason that you would do something like this is because, first of all, your property disobeyed you. Right. Right. It's property. So your, your property disobeyed you. And there is so much anger at the idea of a woman with some book learning. Yeah. Oh, and that anger comes from fear. Yeah. You know, because your, your position as master, the master-slave dynamic that's, that's, that's built into this, this culture, this patriarchal, nonsensical bullshit, the master-slave culture that, that is inherent in this relationship is threatened as soon as, I mean, that's why slaves weren't allowed to be taught to read, right? right? It was it was a big fucking goddamn deal if you taught a slave to read or a slave learned to read. It was, like, it was fucking, because they know. You know, they, they, there's an understanding in here that as soon as your property becomes fucking sentient yeah, and self-aware, exactly. Exactly. right? Exactly. That it's going to go all fucking hell on you, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so, because you fucking abused it by cutting off its fingers. Forever. <laughs> yeah, right. A thing. Or stoning it or whatever. The part of the story that has an upside, though, is she's, at the end of the story, she's like, mm, I'm still going to school. She's not not going to school. She's continuing her studies. Obviously, they're not together anymore because he's going to be in fucking jail for cutting off her fingers. God. But she's at least going to continue her studies. I can't believe that. Where did this in Bangladesh and not the Middle East in did, Bangladesh? Did you see, too, that they they threw the fingers away so that there'd be no chance that doctors could reattach them? Fucking chucked them. I, I will allow the fact that the guy might be a psychopath, right? I will allow that. Mm-hmm. I will allow that. But there are pieces of this culture that come out in the abuse that cannot be masked and say – you can't just wave your hand over that shit and be like, ah, come on. It's not the Muslim thing. The guy's just crazy. Right. This happens way too fucking often. Yeah, it's not an isolated incident. For it to right. be something yep. that you can just wave your fucking hand over and <clears throat> say that that's not good. Look, I don't care what people believe. I just don't want them to oppress half of their own people. That's what I. I yep, that's a minor. That's it. Yeah, right. That's it. Believe what you want. Yep. Believe that there's a Muhammad. Believe that there's an Allah. Believe that you fucking jinns and the, the fucking genies and whatever the fuck you want to believe. Do Magic it up. fucking flying carpets, horses. Flying horses. All that. You know, fucking uh, seminal emissions of that of donkeys. <laughs> I don't care. But just stop fucking hurting part of your population, and I'll leave you be. I'll yep. leave you alone. Right. I fucking I have nothing to say about you then. Did you, did you read the bottom of this story? In June, an unemployed man gouged out the eyes of his wife, an assistant professor at the Kai University, apparently because he could not stand her pursuing higher studies at a Canadian university. It's not an isolated incident. Right. You know, the, the article even fucking addresses it. It's like this is part of a trend. This is a part, this part of a trend um, that's based around fear and anger and control and property fucking management. Right. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Cecil, I have a question for you. I may have an answer for you. Are militant atheists using chemtrails to poison the angels in heaven? How did you find out? (laughs) Funny you should ask. (laughs) I've been at harddawn.com. Hard? <laughs> Which I actually can't go to because my fucking Chrome browser won't even open Okay, it. so here, let me explain this site to you. 
So at the top, it's got. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the the different pieces here. At the top, the different tabs are government conspiracies, degenerate culture, degenerate lies culture. of and in quotes here, big science, <coughs> homosexual agenda, radical atheism, and the marijuana menace. Okay, so that's what you got, right? The article itself is our militant atheists using chemtrails to poison <laughs> angels in heaven. None of the <laughs> rambling garbage that is filling this makes any sense. But um, but at the bottom, they have related articles, and one of them is mail-order brides, next big gay Im- immigration trend. And there's two dudes tongue-kissing that kind of – there's like a – it's kind of a cut of two dudes tongue-kissing. And you could tell that there's is an anti-homosexual site. I mean, you just can tell, like course, you know, well, homosexual agenda. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. whenever you say the words homosexual agenda, right? Immediately. Then it means they've made some shit up. The site is called Hard Dawn. I know. <laughs> and there is a dude at the top of this who's got an M16. His I'm, gonna, I'm coming around. I'm going to turn this around. over, Tom, so you can see it. He's got an M16. And a very, very ripped ass. <laughs> and he is, the gayest picture I've ever is, seen. And he is sheen. He has a sheen to him. He is baby oil. And there's a ray of light coming from his crotch. <laughs> gayest that is the, Now, I'm not an aficionado on gay, Tom, but I recognize gay when I see gay. And that's fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Like he has like a ray burst of light coming out of his crotch. That's pride gay. Yeah. You know what it I mean? Really that's is. like that's it flotilla really, gay. It really is. It really is. This guy is this is something else. But chem, okay, so chemtrails to kill angels. Do the chemtrails float up? Is it I mean like, like the, the, otherwise I've seen chemtrails. Right. Hold on, follow me here. I've seen chemtrails. Right. And then I've seen the nothing between the chemtrails and the ground. Right. So either the angels are invisible and they're somewhere well, between they, airplanes. Uh, let me stop you. Angels are invisible. Oh. I will get you there. <laughs> <laughs> or they're above the chemtrails and the chemtrails go up go into up. heaven. They go up into heaven. I got you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so crazy. Well, the, the amount of garbage you have to swallow in order to believe this whole thing. I mean, first off, this, this site could be satire. I don't know if it's satire or not. I'm, I'm, I mean... I'm looking at some of the comments, and I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's satire. Maybe maybe it is, but it's – I can't believe it is. <laughs> it just seems too ironic. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, but but um, but the chemtrail thing. First, got to believe in chemtrails. Then right. you got to believe that the chemtrails are poisonous, right? So it's not just chemtrails no, that true. are used to control yeah, the weather. Right. Like, the chemtrail thing, there's a lot going into the chemtrail thing. Yeah. There's like the chemtrails that control the weather, the chemtrails that control your sexuality, chemtrails that can control the fluoridation in our water or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's like all, that all the stuff. different craziness right. that goes into chemtrails. Yeah. These ones are specifically poisonous, but not poisonous to humans because, you know, obviously there aren't humans just falling off. They're only poisonous to magical made-up creatures like fucking my little pony, right? <laughs> How do you, you know make I mean? like, that poison? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, what do you have to do? Do you have to, like... Is it like you date fresh squeezed angels turn into the? I don't know. It's like it's it's like uh, you have to milk a snake. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Milk a snake to like make anti venom. Right. So you have to like you have to jerk off a priest. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. if you get like a seven year old boy. Sure. Yeah. All you have to do is just say, Granny, grand, Grandpa's in heaven. <laughs> grandpa's not in heaven. Right. Yeah. I need to make some. Then you angel can handy to a priest. Yeah. Right. And then you can turn priest semen into chemtrail poison. 
for angels. And then you know you killed one when a star falls. That's actually dead angels. So every time a bell rings, <laughs> an angel gets his wings. But every time a priest jizzes, <laughs> an angel dies a an horrible angel death. Dies okay, from chemtrail. Poison. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Every time it's like that old sign. It's like every time you masturbate, God kills a kid. God kills a kid. Right. Every right. time, yeah. a, every time a priest ejaculates. Yeah. God militant murders an angel. Yeah, no, no, yeah. militant atheists do it. Yeah. Because militant atheists are the only ones they let drive airplanes. God contracts it out to the militant atheists. Right. <laughs> there's so much for him to do. It's He's God. killing so many kittens. Well, I, I can't do it all. <laughs> I hate kittens. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> so we got an email from Tom, and Tom says... Um, He's like, I totally understand about the rest of my uh, suggestion. He's like, it was a poor attempt at a joke. I did say, Tom, the last time we recorded that if it was a joke, haha. So I will say that I did say haha. So I, I thought if it was a joke, I'm going to laugh at it. But uh, but Tom wishes us well and wishes he could be here with us at TAM. Uh, Tom, thanks for buying shirts and all that stuff. To help oh, yeah. Thanks here. so yeah. much, man. No, I mean, there's no harm, no foul at all here. Yeah, no. None I, whatsoever. No, no. I was no, just saying, yeah. And, and, I, and I even said, I said, if it's a joke, haha. We get an email, um, t- uh, Tom, we got an email from Jonathan. And Jonathan uh, says that he watched uh, the revisionaries and he says, what's the big deal about, you know, Teaching the strength and weaknesses debate. Well, you know, the, the, the big deal, uh, there's a lot of big deals, but, you know, the first big deal about teaching strengths and weaknesses is that um, when you open that door, um, you have to realize you're opening that door to thousands of teachers all across the country. Right. Some of them right. are going to um, use that opportunity as an opportunity to uh, belittle science um, and the foundations of science and evolution and biology um, in favor of creating, they're just—it's just—it's a way for them to push an agenda. It's a way for them to crack the door open, slide a fucking wedge of stupid in there, yeah. and then knock it in there with the hammer of ignorance. A until delicious the wedge of stupid. It, it, they're yeah. awesome on a cob salad. They are good, dummy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you get those crumpled up pieces of ignorance right, right? on the top it's there. Just, it's, it's good. It's very yeah. good. Salty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think you know while while if. All the teachers that were teaching it would teach actual science and have no biases. Right. You're right, teaching strengths and weaknesses of those two theories, as long as they were saying in a scientific context, context the intelligent design is very weak and here's why, and the evolution is very strong and here's why, that would be something that I think would be worthwhile. I think would be worthwhile. However, you have to trust every person in the state to teach it completely unbiased. Right. You have to you have to you have to trust every teacher in the state to even understand, you know, the the strength and weaknesses argument. And the thing that you're that that I think the biggest thing is they're saying strengths and weaknesses about both of the things, not in comparison to each other. Right. They're saying the strengths and weaknesses of evolution, and they will point out the dumb things that people think are weaknesses in evolution, which aren't weaknesses. Right. Which is misunderstanding. Right. Misunderstanding. Anyway. Exactly. That's right. exactly it. So that's what they're doing. They're they're not using the theory correctly, and they're not teaching correctly. And that's what the danger is. The danger is is that we can't trust them. To teach it correctly because they want to insert an agenda no matter how they can get it in there. Right. And I don't think it's reasonable to say we don't we don't treat other subjects this way, right? Like 
we're not saying like every theory in science, you know, let's teach the strengths and weaknesses of it. Let's everything we learn, we're going to make sure that we have a strengths and weaknesses portion of our fucking program. Introducing that only for the topic of evolution just automatically devalues it. It says like this is a problematic theory. And scientifically, right. it's not a problematic theory. So it's, it's just it's false at, at its outset. We got an email from Mark, and Mark wrote us, uh, and he said, there's a movie that we should see. It's a movie that's entitled The Ledge. And as I recall, it's like an atheistic movie. There's something going on with atheism in this movie, although I can't remember exactly what it is. So uh, he enjoyed it, and he suggested it, so maybe this will be added to our list of things we're going to watch. He also wanted to mention us to mention his site. Um, the site is called thegrandellipsis.com. I'm going to put a link to it in this episode show notes it's his blog and it's about religion and uh you should go check it out so uh so check it out from this episode this is episode 107 and we're going to put that in the show notes thank you very much mark for listening thank you got a a couple of donations this time tom austin and alan gave us donations and we want to thank them for their generous donations absolutely i drank them yeah they were (laughs) they were were delicious the most delicious donations we got i remember at least one of them yeah (laughs) We got an email from Louise, Tom. Tom and Louise says, uh, "I heard your show with Seth and was very interested in his audiobook. And when I heard uh, you were giving away free audiobooks, I downloaded his." Um, and she says that she's very happy to be listening to uh, Seth's story. And so, yeah, this would be a great book to download. We're not actually advertising with Audible anymore, but it'd be a great book to download or a great book to buy. I mean, Seth's a, I think Seth's a Seth great guy. Seth was awesome. And he was great on the show, and his, I'm sure his book, I haven't read his book. Yeah, I haven't either. But if, he, if his book contains even a fragment of the talent that he brought to the show, yeah. you know, I'm sure it's terrific. Yeah. And, and, you know, Seth is a great storyteller. And, I'm, and if he's going to tell you the story about his life and his sort of uh, leaving of religion, and it's, you know, I mean, obviously a man who was steeped in religion, right. it's going to be something to read. You know, that's going to be Absolutely. a story that's going to yep. be, I think, pretty life-changing. So take a look at it. We got an email from Gold, and uh, Gold says that there is a skeptical conference in New Zealand. It's being held in Wellington, which sounds very beefy. We'll just assume that's a place. That's a food. That's a that's a delicious beef Wellington is a food, I'm and it's delicious. Um, it's going to be held in Wellington, and it's in it's the sixth through the eighth of September. I'm going to put in this episode uh, in the show notes. I'm going to put a link to it, but it's conference.skeptics.org.nz and you can go there and uh, and you can find out about this conference in New Zealand if you're willing to go there um, if you're and I mean I don't know how many people live what is it, like six seven people live in New Zealand I think there's up to 12 up to now. 12 now yeah. so those 12 people are going to be getting together you may want to paddle across the sea to go see them I don't know but no it should be a good time <laughs> I suspect so uh, so go paddle check it out yeah, the sea. yeah go check them out and uh, we're happy to plug this uh, skeptical conference and when you're there send us some Wellington yeah send Beef. us some Wellington Wellington we got an email from Latch and Latch said that he wanted to pass congratulations on to Eric uh, and tell us where he could we could buy more of his music so Eric did the skeptics creed last time it was a uh, sort of a Little punk-ish, rock-ish. I don't know. It metal, was music. Metal-ish. I noticed that it was music-y. Yeah, uh, that is the version extent of, my of the genre. Skeptics yeah. Creed, and it was good. It was very good. It was good. So what we want is if uh, if Eric would do be so kind, 
put a link uh, in the comment section of this episode, episode 107, so people can find your music. And uh, if you're looking for Eric's music, that might be the place to go. Hopefully Eric's listening and he and he puts a link to his work. Uh, so, because people look like they might want to buy it, sound like they really like the the Skeptics Creed you did. We got a we got a, a compliment on it uh, from somebody at Tam actually yesterday. Um, yeah, somebody else really cared for that a lot, quite a lot. So, we got an email. This is from Dave Thomas, you know, friend of the show, Dave Thomas, not the guy who owns Wendy's, no. but the but the Brit who probably is impossible is to understand impossible to understand right. and also probably very drunk a lot I, the, that appears certain. certain and the reason why i know this is because his friend ricky uh who's not afraid a man not afraid to go <laughs> by the name of ricky uh sent in a picture and he says um and in the picture he just says oh by the way this is dave's bird isn't she lucky and i i've searched this photo <laughs> Tom, I do not see a bird <laughs> in this photo. I see, I see Dave, and Dave is looking a little rough. I, I'm thinking this is not his best day. It looks like it looks like he just got punched and somebody put iodine on his face. That's this, what it looks like to me. It it actually appears to me that he is a zombie. Like this seems it is it, it is. It's like Shaun of the Dead. It's. It, <laughs> He's with a it very is, lovely young lady. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I can't figure that one out either. Certainly, she's. You know, maybe paid. the bird is behind him in that box on the wall. I'm looking, but I don't see I don't any see birds anywhere bird. in the. I can't see. Maybe he's got it stuffed photo. somewhere. It's it's like he's smuggling birds. They're, you know, because sometimes you wrap it in your. They might be in the scraggly nest that I think passes for chest hair. That's there. that's <laughs> that's a. Something to look at, isn't it? <laughs> well, thanks for sharing photo, uh, very ugly photos of each other. Horrifying. Guys. Yeah. Why are you sending them to yeah, us? I know. And they, they, they sent another photo where they both look absolutely pissed. Yeah, they just they look, <laughs> they look like I thought I was drunk last night. Oh, these guys. They are redefining the word. These guys, they look like they were fucking hammered. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Ricky and, <laughs> and Dave. And we're glad we can make fun of both of you. So this is going to wrap it up for our episode at TAM. Uh, we had a good time recording it. It was pretty much a, really, almost a regular length show. We only had a couple stories. I hear that a lot. Like, it's almost regular yeah, length. Say, mm, it's close. It's just to, a little short. I'm only slightly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, we are actually going to leave you with a different Skeptic's Creed this time. This one is a commercial version of our Skeptic's Creed. It's done by Brian, so we hope you enjoy it. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week with a full episode recorded from our domiciles, and it's actually going to be recorded in proper We won't have to look at each other. And that'll be fucking awesome. God damn. I can't let conflicts between faith and reason get in the way, so I get cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance works hard to ensure that I never follow my beliefs to their internal conflicts. And only cognitive dissonance is clinically proven to give me the illusion of being as clear and focused as someone who actually cares about what's true. Don't let logical inconsistency hold you back. Live gloriously with unthinking cognitive dissonance.
Use only as directed. Cognitive dissonance is not right for everyone. Always consult your priest, rabbi, and or chiropractor before engaging in a new spiritual journey. Please discontinue treatment if you experience fortune cookie cutter mommy issues. Hypno Babylon bullshit. Become couched in scientist in double bubble, toil, and or trouble. Pseudo quasi alternatives, acupuncturating pressurized stereograms, or pyramidal free energy. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.